always wanted to start a podcast, but just didn't know how to do it. Well, guess what? Anchor is the place for you. Anchor not only lets you download your podcast to their platform, but they even do it better. They take your podcast and they send it to multiple streams of other podcast places. Yes, I know because I've been using Anchor for over two years now. Anchor is the one-stop shop for everyone that has a podcast or if you're thinking about having a podcast. So listen, do not delay. If you want to join Anchor, you can do that now. And guess how much it costs? Zero. Nada. It's free. Just go to anchor.fm.com. Load your podcast, tell them that professional Sutton sent you, and I promise you'll be great, and I will love it. Welcome to episode 17 of Sutton Like That. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. This episode, I talked to a dear good friend of mine, like I said, everyone that I have on the show, really close to me. He's like family. I've been known oh, for over 20 years. We sat down and we had a great conversation about fatherhood, being black, being a black officer, and also having children on the spectrum. This is one that I really enjoy like I do all of them, but definitely because I've been known old for 20 plus years and a good, good friend of mine. So keep it locked where you got it, man. You know, it's going to be a good podcast. Listen through. And I promise you, you are not going to be disappointed. See you soon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead, oh. Uh huh. Uh, Check it. We're not ARP. We are gentlemen. <laughs> uh. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sutton Like That, episode 17. It's your boy, Professional Sutton. And today, man, I got a, I don't want to say special guest because he family, man. My brother, man. My brother. Oh, what's good, baby? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Man, it is. You a, forgot about Zion, too. Zion, too, here, man. You know? Zion, too, Zion man. Zion Omar is here. You know, because this is about fatherhood, man. This is this this definitely about fatherhood. This is about everything, man. And I had to get my brother on because, you know, we always talk about, you know, life and stuff in general. But. We started talking the other day. I was like, you know, he was telling me that he went to a conference and, you know, like podcast and stuff like that. So we had like an hour long conversation. I was only supposed to be like 10, 10 minutes. Um, but, you know, that didn't turn to 10 minutes. And we were just we were just politicking. I was like, yo, why don't you come on the podcast and, you know, holler at me? And he was like, yo, I will do that. So that's why, you know, he's here and I appreciate him. And Zion is in the background because we are dedicated and we are active fathers, man. How you doing, oh? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Yes, baby. ABC. Hold on. He's trying to get it. You know, he's trying to get his son situated. You could put a mic a little closer to you. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. Good. Then he got the rolling chair, man. You know? <laughs> like I said, me and oh, we've been knowing each other since troop days, man. That's like what? Yeah. The best middle school in the country? Yes. Since 96. <laughs> you know, shout out to Mr. K. Yes, yes. Rest you know, rest in peace, man. He was uh, he was, he was a, a white mentor. Daddy. Yes, he was, man. <laughs> but he was cool, though. And, and, and he wasn't no... Just I'm trying to be black type of father. He was like, "Yo, I, I'm just a good person." And Mr. K was a great person. Um, he actually told me that you're going to hide. I'm like, "Nah." He said, "No, you're not. You're going to hide." I'm like, "I ain't going. I I didn't know nothing about hide." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Now nah, you're going to hide. It's a good school and it's just for you." I was like, "Nah, I want to go to hell." No, you're not. And 
he made sure we got in. Now, mind you, this school is a lottery, so you had to get selected. Mr. K was not having that. He said, y'all going to hide, and that's it. Actually, me and oh, we actually, I think we shot it on the same day. Maybe. You know, I, our memory gone, you know, old guys. No, nah, I remember that day. Because I remember I had on, I remember what I wore. I wore some ugly ass baby blue and black camel pants. I thought I was killing it. Uh, oh, I think I can remember that. I think I, I remember that. I mean, back then it was straight. For the time. Red jacket? <laughs> nah, I ain't never had no Averest jacket because yeah, that's ready. when people was robbing you, man. <laughs> so my mom, she finally told me, she's like, I never bought you Averest jacket because I didn't want you to get robbed for it. I said, thank you. Well, I couldn't afford it. Well, I couldn't either, but my mother <laughs> thought it was nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad she didn't. But So, you know, so, but that's, that's it, man. And like I said, I can go on and on. I'll tell you about, like I said, he, he was a captain of the football team. Um, very smart dude. Always a cool dude, man. Um, people used to call us old because they said we looked older. We looked the same as we did in high school. Which is crazy because my nephew said, Unc, you look younger now than you did in high school. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what it is. Like, people ask me, they like, so like, you know, when I was going to school, you know, I was going to school with like people that was like 24, 25, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So when I tell them how old I was, it's like, yo, I, I, I thought she was my age. I'm like, how old are you? They're like 24, 25. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, my thinking. So my uh, thinking. I was, when I, I went to training camp freshman year, uh, in New Hampshire, <laughs> I remember I was sitting getting taped up, and one of the jo- one of the girl, one of the um, I think the volleyball girl, right? She was like, uh, "You a transfer?" She thought I was like a grad transfer. It's <laughs> like, nah, I'm only coming freshman. Yo. <laughs> she was like, nah, chill, yo, don't be trying to play me like that, huh, girl. Shit, I'm a sweet 19 out here. You know what I mean? I give you a sweet 10. You keep talking, keep talking, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but definitely. you know, you know, that was back in the day. Now, so tell the people about you, man. Where you from? You know, and you know, shoot your thing, man. Shoot your shot, man. Well, I ain't shooting my shot. Come on, man. man. Shoot your shot, man. Um, some single ladies over, out there, man. Nah, we good. I'm okay, good. Right, I, right. I'm, I'm just... Hold on. Ronnie calling me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Um, uh, <laughs> but anyway, Omar Thomas, um, born in the Elm City. Mm-hmm. 203, um, baby New Haven. Yeah, born in Elm City with school and troop and then Best with the Hyde. Um, then went to University of New Hampshire, mm-hmm. uh, graduated there, kinesiology degree in sports studies. Um, Thank you, because I was like, what? Played uh, played football there. Hmm. I um, mean, don't just gloss over it. You played, but you played with a pretty significant coach, too. Coach Max, C. Murder. Yeah, he's a, he's a very good coach. Uh, he just, he's coming back. Now, again... We got females that are watching. They don't know who C Murder is. They're going to think that's Master P's brother. They're nah, going to say, I know so he coached. Coach, Sean McDonald. Um, so Sean McDonald's the head coach. There. He's the head coach there. Um, he, was go- he, was, um, he took a leave of absence uh, this season um, for some health, health concerns. But I just saw on social media that he's coming back full time. So, and he's a great man. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about the other famous coach. Oh, you talking about Chip Kelly? Yeah, I was talking about Chip uh, Kelly. Yeah, Chip Kelly, the one that came down to the school and recruited us, recruited me. Oh, um, who Chip Kelly was the assistant coach at University of New Hampshire at the time. Um, then he went on to coach the Eagles, the Oregon Ducks, 49ers, I believe. The Oregon Ducks. Yeah, please don't remind at, me about now that. Now he's don't at uh, now he's with UCLA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, you know, we always in the realm of Seymour. Which we call the nickname C. Meredith, but Coach Mac, Sean McDonald. So you like, um, so I take it that you like Coach Mac more than you like Coach. 
No, 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 no. I respect all of them, but you know, I'm talking about that closeness, though. Like, like I love Coach Act, but I was closer to Coach Coin. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, closer because Coach Kelly was on the office. He was an offensive coordinator. He was the offensive side. True. So, and Coach Mack was, you know, he was always on the defense a little bit, and his grit and grind of things uh-huh. resonated more with you know. He'll cuss me out anytime, and he looked I like it. It. <laughs> he looked like he just he just cursed you out. He was just a he just was a, a grit nails and hammer type guy so you know he's a good dude um but yeah and from there when i graduated um i moved uh i went to springfield to uh, help my mom out so Mm -hmm. caveat during high school my mom my parents moved to springfield so i lived uh in new haven everywhere um with with one of my best friends, Daryl Maxim. Wagwan, you know. Yes, yes, big up. Uh, so we, so we lived together in an apartment that our our high school baseball coach, family owned, and we lived there together by ourselves. Then end up senior year moved in with the the, the physical education teacher. We had a room there. It was junior year. Junior, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna put that on camera. Nah. We're not gonna. But anyway, um, so. And then from there, you know, I end up going off to play, uh, go to University of New Hampshire. And then, <clears throat> so I never really lived, lived in Mass until I graduated from college. How was it in New Hampshire? Let, let's just backtrack. How was it living? How was it in New Hampshire? Because niggas, when you know, we think of New Hampshire, like you think of like, you know, you know, more than, you know. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying like New Hampshire, uh-huh. <laughs> you think of like just all white. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. outside of the snow. Like, how was it? Like, was it a good environment? I mean, because you, you was on a football team, so it's probably a little different, but... I mean, I think... Um, yes, it was different, but then again, my ter- my type of personality and how we interact with Coach Raj and all those other, yeah. other people where, you know, with, with Mr. K and things like that. So, it was just... You're, it's a different environment. You're just adapting and going with it. Okay. But y'all understood that it was very different. Like it's not, you know, the inner city kids from what I've seen, the inner city kids are the athletes there at the school. Mm-hmm. Then you had the refugees. Then you had, you know, the guys, the, the, the kids from. So it's kind of mixed there. It was mixed, but not mixed. Okay. So it was a, it was a small population of the inner city right. kids of what got that coming up from there. Then a lot of us that come up there, we there first semester. We're not going back Christmas break. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, because, so I say that because Vermont, like, I heard it wasn't diverse at all. Right. Like, one of the dudes who I worked with, and he played basketball, he said that, <laughs> this kid went up to him, this white kid, he just looked at him, he's like, what's kid looking at? He's like, i never seen a black person. Oh, you have that, definitely. Right. You'll have that, a- absolutely. Um, and some people never, because you're at those places where... Hockey's big, yeah, yeah, uh, skiing yeah. is big, and it's those kind of things. Um, you'll have kids, a lot of boarding school kids that's out there. That's yeah, okay. There, and they never, what's that movie, Malibu Joe or something like that? Where that kid that was, at, that, that, what, the actor, or whatever. Um, you got somebody that never been around us, mm. never been around diversity, never been around. So you're the token in some, in some, in some aspects, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's just how you handle it, right? I think. Um, it was a. I think it was cool. Um, it's a good growing experience, and you know, uh, a different environment to add to. Add to me, right? You know what right. I mean? It's not like, well, I think you're you're stunting your growth 
to uh, be like, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, that's a square. Good there job. you go. Um, it's square. Yes, baby. Um, I, I think that it will stunt your growth to be like, well, I want it. You some kids that go up like, yo, they, this is not like. New York. This no, it's not New York. It's New Hampshire. <laughs> Enjoy the parts of New Hampshire. You right, know right. I go right. back up every year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, I'll be you. I go back up. You know, I bring him to Hampton Beach every year. We get a, um, we rent a little 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 spot on the beach and just and just walk on the boardwalk and just chill. I gotta go up there one day. Yeah. I gotta check it out. Yeah. So it, you know, so it, it was it was cool. It was, yeah, it, it had certain things like you couldn't get BET off campus. Nah, it's real talk. Nah, I believe, especially because, like the early 2000s. And campus, campus cable, yes. Okay. Get it, yeah, because they got to accommodate John. No, but they have com- ex- Comcast. No, I said they had to accommodate John. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Uh, How much y'all going to watch Uncut? Dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Tip drill. Yeah. Um, and, you know, based on the population too, right? right? So the Foot Lockers, they didn't sell J's. They didn't sell Uptowns because back then when we were Uptowns, yeah. you know. Uptown we and J, that's yeah, it. You know what I mean? So, but. They sold like those, 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 those dunks looking joints, not yeah, official, yeah. you know, them, them things like that, right? Yeah, yeah they talk about, yeah. Uh, and they didn't get new releases or nothing like that. Yeah. To feel like well, like you said, you accommodate who's there. Like, right. I'm so not, it's just like, you know, right. yeah, you're not going to sell certain things because we don't, that's not their demographics that they, they preach. So I right. get it, but it was just dealing with that going being out there but it was it has its, it has its you know you can relax a little bit it's peaceful you know right what I mean? see and and I, and I say that because I hear a different tone where you talking about New Hampshire Vermont and Maine Vermont from what I'm hearing again because of the school like you know more black kids going there so it sounds like they're trying to be accommodating in certain areas you know in certain parts of it Vermont is like hey we don't get this this is who we are. We want to know, but nobody wants to come. Maine is like, we walk them all. Like, just get your piece of land and just do you. I mean, I've seen on the highway, you've seen that now they're offering more and more. They offer in-state tuition for people to go up. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think it's, you know, they're growing. People are trying to grow, understand, and being, we're so, we hypersensitive even more so now yeah, we in are, society. Yeah, we are, uh, people, you people know, are so want to be soft, so man. inclusive. So I'm sure you know. Cats like, well, I could go. Shit, they don't, I only got to pay seven thousand dollars now to go to school. Like, I'll shit, go. if, if, if that was the case, scholars. I'll go up to me. Like, right, you know what I mean? right. Like, I mean, it wasn't an issue. Lionel went up there. Mad uh, people. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, uh, it's yeah. what you make because. So for it's, me, I was the opposite. Uh, I want to take my black ass to Black's college. I wish. Sometimes I wish. I sometimes. Yeah. But when you get there, you realize that's not us because you're like, yo, where, where are you? We're we're used to diversity. Like for you, like in New Hampshire, you didn't see a lot of us. You didn't see a lot of white people, and that made things very difficult because a lot of us thought that this was the end all be all. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really know how to connect with each other mm-hmm. on the way we should. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when you have like white professors. Which is odd, but they would get treated differently. Mm-hmm. Like we had one white professor; he was very qualified, he was a doctor, but he wasn't getting paid as another black professor who just had his bachelor's because he knew the president of the school. And you had a black female again who was treated differently because she was a female and she wasn't the president's best friend. So it was cool to have the experience, but like you said in life, like that's not real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna have to learn how to be with everybody. And that was not what it was. So 
again, I love, I like the experience, but I think that New Hampshire was good for you because you know how to adapt to it. Like you would have been okay at a black school too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think sometimes thinking about it like that is. I remember, so we we played Hampton one year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Man, but that was one of the good black schools. It's only like five good black schools. But I'm just saying. Well, now that hey, was different. I'm Hampton is different. I, Hampton, Howard, um, yes. FAMU. I get that. Clark Elena Spellman. I'm just saying. My black is beautiful. I love my, you know. Uh, listen, listen, let me, let me, let me take some. You're going to tell me. I know. <laughs> so, anyway, so I'm on, I'm, where am I at? I'm on kickoff return. Right? And the band comes out. Mm. And they play some Gerald Levert. <laughs> They playing some, and the drums and I and mind you, people, this is around the time Drumline came out, so, so we said it was fresh off of that. But still, <laughs> if you part playing some drums right now, some acoustics, we're gonna be jamming, we're gonna Hell be bopping. Yeah. So I'm in, I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's playing. I'm trying to keep my composure, and I'm out here bopping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bopping about, about the kickoff return, about to start, and just the Sweet. atmosphere was just like, yeah. It makes you like, I appreciate. Diamond. Yes, Diamond, baby. I appreciate us. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, like, I it, did you too. have that snippet of, we ain't worried about nothing. We ain't doing nothing. We, work, we appreciate us and just the environment they're creating. It's a bunch of us in there. So I admired that, seeing that. And you could smell the food, though. You could smell the seasoning. Yo, listen, I'm going to tell you, you something. I had a seasoning. great time, man. You could smell the seasoning. I had a great time. I went to New I had to make my own meals. <laughs> In a sense, like I, I made, I was making concoctions in the cafeteria in New Hampshire. Like, let me take a little bit of this sauce from and you here. Jamaican too. But you know what I mean. But I can, yo, they had to. Oh, listen, it was fun, man. Like I said, it was fun, but I knew, like, yeah, that had, that that wasn't end all be all. But we had some boys. I had a, one of my um, my, my my college roommate. His uh, his cousin went to I believe Gannon or another or HBC school. And the type of stuff they went through regularly was crazy. The type of just stealing and those type of things where some of the things of the security parameters that I didn't have to go through. Fam. And wasn't it? And it was like, it was just crazy. It was like that high school drama stuff for what you heard. I'm sure it's not, I mean, we had that in New Hampshire as well, but it was just like. Fam, me and Dex left for Christmas and somebody stole our TV out. A secure room. They're like, oh, we don't have to tell you. Like, I didn't leave it open. Like, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. so we had this custodian. Dude was cool. Like, yo, you know, I, I was on drugs. I, I'm clean. All of a sudden, now he don't want to talk to us no more. Like, yo, he stole that TV. You know? yeah, yeah. I'm like, whatever. You know what I mean? We got, we got it. We got another one. Okay, then when I when I went into Hampton, so I think we went to halftime and went to Hampton. That's where D Ruck from. So he went to Hampton. So what happened was we went to one of them classrooms. Them shit had, shit had the same desk that. I had a Bernard, bro. I yes. was like, whoa. And so yes. that was the only. Oh, like, yes. Yes. Listen, they don't probably just schools. got blackboard now. Fam. <laughs> it, when I say it was like, it was like when Rosa Parks went there, like that's how like old it was. We still using pencils to raise up the desk and yes. put it in there. We, <laughs> that's how it was. That's how it was. Again, hopefully now it's changed yeah, yep, almost yep, 20 yep. years yeah. ago, but you know what I mean? But that's how it was, though. Yep. Speaking of that, like, so one of your boys, Corey, Corey. Yeah, one of them. Yep, yep. This, uh, Female I used to mess with back in the day. She she knew him because yeah. they because they from Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like I was like yeah, you know my boy go to you know um the university. So she, so she ate at Gigi. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's talking about. Go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, I probably do. You yeah, know what I mean? So yeah. but back then she's like oh yeah, Corey did or not. I, I guess I went to the same like 
like grammar school. I don't know. Like, it was okay. like a private school. So oh, Turner. Know. Okay, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, it's not there no more. Okay, so that's what she yep. just came. Oh, yeah, Corey. So that's all I know. Oh, but yeah. now Buffalo's big because of Griselda. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Now everybody know about them. So, but you know what I mean? But that's it. But so now you make a transition. Now you come back and you do your thing and you just living your life. Like, and just let y'all know, O was always in shape, man. Like, O was always in shape. Even though I worked out well, I could never get his body like he had. I don't know if it was the curry chicken or what. But O just had it, though. O had it. O had it. <laughs> Why you shake your head for it? <laughs> o had it, man. O had the body, man. I ain't man. got nothing now, brother. Listen, man, you still got it, man. Cut it out, man. Bod, man. Listen, man. I, you know, I got a little son. I ain't got like you, though. I got a little nah, son. Nah. We just dads, man. That's it. Listen, man, I love it. Like, my son bothered me, right? He be like, because, you know, my son, he about six feet. He's yeah. He like a buck. The wrestler said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got six pack. Like, dad, yeah. look at me. I said, yo, I was smaller than you in high school. So he was talking. John said, look at your future right here. I said, look at your mother. I said, that's your future, man. Keep talking. I said, I said, look at grandpa. I said, keep talking. I said, we look good for our age. So don't be trying to play me. But I said, I was like, I was, I was smaller than you. He's like, for real? I was like, yeah, I was smaller than you. And then I showed him a picture. He's like, dang. Like I showed my nephew. He's like, yo, you was small. Like. I ain't fat, but you know what I mean. Like I was Don't small. Get it twisted, I choke the shit out. You. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, <laughs> like my son, he, you know, he, you know, you know how he smell himself, right? And like you want to test the. I like go ahead. I said, listen, I got grown men strength. I got bills, brother. Yes, <laughs> yes. So your wrestling strength is, it's for kids your age. I said, mine's here. I said, cause you can't like your like your uh, threshold is not as mine. it's not as high as mine. You don't, you ain't got that. You ain't got that. Yeah, that, yeah, you ain't that, got that grit. You ain't got that grit. Nah, you ain't man. got that that quarterly water bill that's gonna come up shortly. Like, <laughs> that mortgage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cardinal. Anyway, oh. come on, man. Yeah, my bad. But <laughs> speaking of that, you know, but you know, it's just I always admire O because he always had a smile on his face. Like, again, us living in New Haven, knowing what we know now, like the, again, our parents knew what they knew and they were doing the best they could. But like. I couldn't. Oh, would never leave his kid in two towns over, let alone another state. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like my mom's like, when I turned a certain age, I was out. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, I gotta do what I gotta do. Uh-huh. But our parents did the best they could. So you watch us and our kids. Like my kids never took the city bus. My son has, mm-hmm. but my kids they don't know what the city bus is mm-hmm. because again, I was like, they would never have to if mm-hmm. they don't need to. And it's nothing wrong with the city bus. No, not at all. But I just made sure that they were in a protective factor right. that. Right. If there's a car, you get a ride. You know what I mean? Because I know what it's like to catch the bus late at night and pray to God that you don't get robbed and killed. You know what I'm saying? And how has that been for you, even though your son is not teenage, but still you're still with right. the parameters? I mean, thinking about it, my man, look at him. He got his own iPad. He got his own everything. <laughs> right. Um, whether you want to say, like, you're learning from right. our past, your past practice and do better. And right, do yes. more and do and so now he he got his own iPad. Imagine when he become a man and lead his family. Right, what his kids? What his kids is gonna have? But you know what? So, but we talked that junk. But think about it. our parents. They were like, "You got your own CD player." You know what I'm saying? So times and technology grows with right. you. You know what I mean? But, like you got your own TV. Right, right. Room. But it's just it's just your like he would. I have two cars. Right. right. He's gonna be able to be able to drive. Like he's probably right. going to have a car, you know, whatever. All those things. Right. He's gonna have accessibility easier than what I have. Mm-hmm. Now I don't. I'm not, I'm not upset about my childhood. Right. I had a good childhood. You know, I'm a little more able. Yes. More quicker than my parents were yep. able. Um. You know, and, and it's kind of 
I was thinking about this. Um, just trying to do everything I can do. So, Rob, our Robinsons, our you know, um, Amos and Mister K, mm-hmm. they're they're not our kid. Our kids are not. My son is not looking for them. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Yes, so he yeah. has that first at home. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's not a, to say it's good not man. to say. Right. You know, yes, his teachers, his his coaches, they're going to be impactful in his life, but start at home. Mm-hmm. So why not those things that we reached out that Robinson and them were for us every day? Why I can't do that for my own right. every day? Right, right. So I would I'll be doing them a disjustice. You know what I mean? If right. I'm not doing my best, like dog, we were. You know they. They were using their own money on us. You know what I'm saying? You right. Know, we live with Robinson. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We was going over there eating his food. So, um, but yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm, you know, back on moving the town over and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not like I can't. We're not going that far. Just like he's here with me. If it's kid right. friendly, we around. You know. That's how it was for, for <laughs> me and my son. Like you know, when I had my son, you know, yeah. at a young age, people was shocked because I was a very quiet guy. Yeah, yeah, like people yeah. don't realize I'm a shy person until you get to know me. People right, right. don't realize that. People are like, no, you're not. I'm like, I really am. But I have to get to know you though. Like I think my shyness, mm-hmm. it comes out as I'm like I'm outgoing because I want to be able to be like liked a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was that anxiety. You know what I mean? Because my mother, she was scared of crap out of me. Like, the world was a dangerous place. Everybody was trying to kill you. And that's how it was growing up until I got older and I realized, yo, it's okay to be this way. But for me, like, I used to have my son so much, people would, would be like, yo, do you, does his mother ever have him? I'm like, yeah, she has him sometimes. But again, that was me because I knew what it was like to have people who were figures and I knew what it was like to not have a father that was present. Now, again, I love my pops now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's... He's a cool dude, but as you know, Uncle Amos. Yeah, yeah. And people that's, act like, that's my pops. We know. And I tell him that to this day, and even though my father's his brother, you know, he, I think he accepts him. I'm like, uh, you got to remember, like, you my father. Like, I mean, like, I listen, like, your brother birthed me, and he helped me, but I'm like, yo, it was nothing that you wouldn't do to make sure I had. Right, 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 you know what right. I'm saying? So I told him, like, I know what a real father is, right, right, right. because you sacrifice. Like, you would get off of work and come to a football game, even though I'm not starting. Yeah. But just you knowing how important it was, right. and that's what being a father, a parent, yeah. is about. Def- definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? Those those things that you uh, you do, those sacrifices. Even like you said, it it comes. I know we could look at it that way because of our situation. Right. Of like, it doesn't have to be your birth. Like those those men in your life that's mm-hmm. there for guidance. Even now, we can call any of them up right now. Yeah. What's up? I, I, what, what do you think I should do about this? Yeah. And they're there. I talk to my uncle every day. Yeah. Every day. If not every day. And I, yeah, every day. Like, we talked yesterday for a second. I'm yeah. going to call him later. Like, it's just yeah. natural. Like. Then he leaving soon? Where he going? DR? DR? Now, he already been in DR. Uh, him and, him and yeah, Rob. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm and Rob. Rob didn't want to come back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen Rob lately? Uh-uh, I haven't seen it. You know Rob cut his hair now, right? He did? Yes, he oh, did. No, he cut the, see, oh, see? When the DR had a whole revelation, didn't he? <laughs> it's the water. <laughs> he was praying. <laughs> cut his hair. Because yeah. I seen him at the bar. I said, you're not going to cut your hair. He's like, no, nah, I am. Oh, I'm like, yeah, right. So he had, but he had cut his hair. So, But you'll see him though. But now, like, but you're right. Like I said, having those guys in our lives that we can call right now. Like I said, I talk to my uncle almost every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I don't talk to him, I'm like, hey, man, what? You all right? Yeah. Because... 
that's part of my foundation. Mm-hmm. And same with your son. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, Dad, what's up? You're like, nothing. Chilling. Yeah. I got to, you know, see him, touch him, something, FaceTime yeah. him every day. Even if he's not paying attention. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like. But he feel it. But kids feel that, though. Yeah. Like, even though, like, my son would get on my nerves, like, he knew when I was sick. Like, he, I would be like, are you okay? I'm like, what makes you say? Like, no, nah, no, just, like, I'll try to hide it. Oh, they know. And he'd be like, dad, you okay? And then, see, but it's like, when I didn't feel good, he'll do more. But when <laughs> I felt bad, he was like, you know, he was like a regular kid. Like, yeah. but he, he always made sure I was straight, though. Exactly. Like, we was talking before, that unconditional love. They yeah. know, they know that's, it's just organically they got. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I told you with, you know, we first got here and Zion was like, this is a new spot. Yeah. Hold on to my arm. Like he ain't, he moved when I moved. Right. You know what I mean? Till now he's a little comfortable, but you go with what you know. So they know, they move, they touch you. They know you, they sleeping mm-hmm. with you. They know when your heart skip a beat or yep. whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, he knows, he knows, his, he knows his pops. You know, that's a sign of, I don't know. I, I don't know how you don't enjoy that or want that, that like, right. Yo, your kids give you the unconditional love, no matter what. Right. No matter what. You know what I'm saying? No matter what. So, like for me, it's tough because my daughters live in Texas. Yeah. So like when I talk to them, like it's like sad because like I can't see them yeah. all the time. Like hug yeah. them. Like when I was here, I was just hugging them. They were just like get off me. Get off me. Yeah. But they understood though. Like my youngest one, she understood, I'm and like because she. She's seven, seven yeah. so she'll be eight in, in April. Yeah. So when she was coming up, like her, me and her mom, we had, so she was really young, so she didn't get that. Like the one that's next to her, she she remembers me being there mm-hmm. a little bit, you know what I mean? But the older she remember. But it, it's just tough because, like I said, sometimes, like, well, before I'd be like, Yo, I wish I was deadbeat because it's tough. But then you realize, like, no, you don't. You're just saying that because you're trying to heal yourself. But that's why, like, now partner selection is important. Very important. Be, but again, nobody told me that. Like, it was just like, yo, you take care of your family. That's cool. And that's what I did. But now that you're older, it's like partner selection is very important. You want to say something, Zion? There you go. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, look at that. Look at that. Look at my man. <laughs> now, who don't want that part of fatherhood? You want to say something? Pass him the headphones. Maybe he can hear. You going to say something, Zion? You want to say something? He said, no, I'm good. All right. I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. <laughs> now, the fatherhood, you know, being a black father, um, mental health, you right. know, like, it's hard to accept that. Like, yeah. like, it was hard for me to accept that my son was on the spectrum. Socially awkward, they say. And then he had uh, PDD, you know. Uh, so that was tough for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, "What? What do you mean? Like, nah." So you got diagnosed with what? Uh, well, now, well, it was it was PDD. Okay. You know what I mean? But now it's spectrum, autism spectrum. Oh, he, so he's diagnosed being yeah. on the spectrum. Okay. Yeah. So that's why he's like like socially awkward. He asked me that, and I'm like, "Well, you know, they say he didn't have, but they but then they didn't. But knowing what I know now, I'm like, yes, yeah, but it's okay. And he's like, am I different? I'm like, no, you're not different. Mm-hmm. The way you look at the world is just different. But mm-hmm. that means that you're, you know, a bad person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it was hard. Being a young father, it was tough. Mm-hmm. You know? But I had to learn, like, yo, listen, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's okay. How have your experience been? So, 
within what, 15 wow. months, we found out. Mm-hmm. We got him tested um, through Yale Child Study. We got him tested. He was diagnosed to be on the spectrum, autism okay. spectrum. Now, how did they find out that so young? So, mom was mom was adamant more so than me. You know, I was just kind of like, listen, hey, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Like most so, men do. You know, so... Um, so I was, I was like, I, you you know, I was supportive, but then again, like, is it going to be, is this testing valid enough, you know, um, for that? Because he was at a home daycare and some of the other kids were recognizing their names like that. And Zion, he just wasn't paying nobody no mind. Like, man, Zion. So, so we ended up getting the testing. We was going to wait till two, but mom was like, yo, we want to, she want to get that now. So cool, you know. Um, we did that. We got the testing. Then after it, they said, yeah, we see some signs, whatever. Um, so it was a shot. It was just like, okay. And none of us really got into feeling sad or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, went into pretty much of what I need to do now. Right. So we walked out, we walked out of it that day and... We got in a little argument right quick. Because I guess I was ready to be like, yo, what's up? What we doing? Like, And I, maybe she didn't have time to process or whatever. But just not. let's not talk about it right now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, then went into the whole thing of I started calling my insurance company. My insurance company to see if they cover the type of things that Yale Child Study recommended. Mm-hmm. They didn't. So, so let me back. To, they said they did, but then they found out they didn't. So then, then that's when I was kind of a little bit lost because they didn't cover what the ABA type therapy they wanted. Mm-hmm. So now I was like, I got to leave my job to look for another job. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm there, in New, I'm there in New Haven for seven, you know, six, seven years. And so then I started looking for a job and, you know, and I had to leave my seniority, leave. I was SRO and... And I was in a good spot. I was very happy, you know, um, respected, mm-hmm. you know. Still are. You know, so, and I left in order, I left to a new place for the, have the insurance coverages for him. And I, and I don't regret it. Right, right. Um, he's doing well, very well. Early intervention is key. Yes. Um, if you see some flags or anything, go ahead. It doesn't hurt. So even with throwing this, right, I don't look at him any different. Nothing has changed with how I treat him or right. or I'm very I've been very in tune to him since he was like we were very active, baby I like reading, doing more educational things than I did as a kid. But you would have been doing it anyway. Right. So nothing's very, changed. Right. right. Yeah. Nothing's changed. When I when 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 his mother said you're gonna be a dad, like my whole like boom, I changed my house. <laughs> I, 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 baby, I put flooring down. I painted. I did all that. Put carpet down in his room. Like, right, right. I went, you know, bought a, a nice washer dryer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I went all in. Like, I always wanted to be. If I'm a, a family man, I always wanted right. to. You know, you know. Um, so, um, nothing's really changed. You know, just learning some of the the clinical ways things they say but mm-hmm. or little tidbits they think that I should use but nothing has changed as far as treating him um or the, my interactions with him um I think I learned a lot about me more so 
um, and my How temperament. So? Okay. Just my temperament and just being cognizant of patience. I was always, I'm always patient. Nothing yeah, changed. I say, you always been patient. Right. But just like even being, I think, more aware of other children and just being a little extra, I feel like. I don't yeah. think it's that bad, but just being a little extra and 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 and, and trying to it's still I'm still learning and more and more I open up about it because I never really open up. Not many people know um about me and his mom going through with with this diagnosis. And mm-hmm. um a lot of people do. And a lot of people are going through this and a lot of people do it late. Yeah. So yes. when I was at that conference, right, I ran into a couple couples and their children were on the spectrum. And they was like, yeah, we just, when we were set, when he was seven, when she was five, mm-hmm. you know, I went into this disbelief. Yeah. And, you know, um, and some of we had some great dope conversations and, and we kind of healed each other. Yeah. Right. And I tell you one thing, me and his mom went straight into these support groups. That's what another thing helped out. Okay. Um, and people just giving their truth. And obviously, I was the only male, mm-hmm. to tell you, right? Uh, I was around a number of women, and, you know, I was there. Right. Because, you know, and uh, I think we have to, I might probably go off topic, but we have to give our truths, mm-hmm. be honest with things that's not ideal or. You know, Instagram ready, you know, filter, <laughs> filter ready, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. Because someone else is going through it too. Right. And that may help them as well. You know what I mean? So, you know, talking to some of the people like me, and, you know, when his mom was doing like a lot of her friends or people like, oh, they was trying to hit her up because she became very knowledgeable. She, she, you know, she held it down and, 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 and um, you know, she took part time and she's like, no, I'm taking, take Zion out of daycare. I want to, be in tune. I want to, you know, know these these therapists that's coming through, and she did a great job with that, right? Um, but like, you know, she people started hitting her up, trying to like, hey, how y'all do this? Do the design seems well, and all this other stuff. It's just nice. You know, we put the time in. That's mm. all you have. To, I think you do. We put the time in, and we owned it. Rather than we never, I know we talked about it a long time ago. We never like felt bad, right, for any of this, right, like. And my mom, a while ago, she said this to me. She said, um, Zion was made for you. She said, Zion was waiting up. And, you know, it was this time for him to come. It was everything that he is, is what you can handle. It's what mm. you're supposed to do. Everything that you're doing, he's bringing out of you, you're supposed to do. So, Zion makes sense for you. Nice. Right? So, um, Yeah. So yeah, that's where I, that's, that's where dope, I am. Uh, so he's doing well. I'm looking forward to pre K three. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, fun for our pockets. You know what I'm saying? No more daycare yes. prices. You, see? you see? know what I'm saying? No more you know, day. I think about another kid. You know, me and my lady, we talk about it. And uh, yo, because she works at, at you know, she door. works at like a daycare. Like it's like, yeah. like you gotta have money to go there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, if we have a kid, that's where our kid going. I'm like. Well, the kid can't go to the other one. Used to be a director at Lulac. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, but, but I understand early intervention. You know, I'm joking. You know, like, you know, like I know what, like what it means. Like, yeah. even though like my mother didn't do all that she came, but she didn't know. She put me in Head Start. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that was something. But 
just like you said, being aware of it. Like now that I'm older, if my kid were to be on a spectrum or something, I'll be able to understand it. Yeah. But when you're a father at 18, yeah, like, like you don't know. You're just like, what? Nah, you fine. No, but then you were at that probably age. Then you're like, okay, how I'm going to try to get some food? How I'm going to eat? Yeah. You don't even know yourself. You you don't even clean yourself right. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Where I was, you know, I had Zion at 30. Well, mom had him. We had Well, yeah. she birthed him. But we I became a father at 32. You were 52. Stop lying. Oh, you always shit. Come on, <laughs> You're right. So <laughs> my, what I put on my birth certificate, right? Not my real shit. Because <laughs> he's from uh, Jamaica, man. <laughs> so 32, right? So then being 32, going, you know, living in other states, um, experiencing different relationships, um, experiencing different jobs, and then uh, now I got you know having a career now, and you know having a savings account, and and and, and, and I'm able to move, I move more confidently, knowing myself, make those mistakes yes. that I have. So I'm mature in saying no. I'm mature in the things I don't do well. Mm-hmm. To, you know what I mean. So now when him being okay, what we got to do? What I okay? What I okay? I need to do that. Okay, cool. Boom, I do that. I'm a little more settled, right. you know. Never, never. I'm never content. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? I'm always, you know, always broke. Right, <laughs> being too. a Jamaican, I am. Me yeah, too. Always broke, but I ain't got it. I ain't got it, right? So, uh, but you know, mature enough to make moves mm-hmm. and to understand those, and to own my truth, and to what? you know, if I don't know, I'm good with not knowing. But I will, wow. I will ask. I'm not right. afraid. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm humble and strong enough to ask. And that's the part of being a man that you have to learn that think it's okay to ask. That, I think, I think that's strength. Like yes. things that I'm not good at, I, I think I think I'm not good at, and to own it and to be able to say, like, "Hey, yo, yo, suck, help me with these," or "How did you do that?" Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? I think that's strength to not be like, "Well, pound my chest and be like I'm good at everything." Right, no, right, you're right. not. So let's put it all together. I am pretty good. It comes easy for me to do this, right? Mm-hmm. X. Y is pretty good for you. Right, true. Then for Chris or whoever, you know, Z is good. So why don't we take X, Y, Z and we put those together and now we we out here, we out here with the xylophone. You know what I'm saying? That's why you're smart. You you know, we put those together versus we out now I'm standing alone trying to figure it out because I'm good at X. But now how am I? My ex, my my Y and Z ain't that good Mm -hmm. because I'm not that good at it, but I have somebody else to help me out in a partnership where, you know, so. Um, and I think those that thing comes in strength, and that comes in you know uh, when you know you can own that, and then you know building building your friendships, building your your relationships with people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I, I'm very blessed to have strong relationships because I think I I think I strong relationships even if I don't talk to people every day, people mm-hmm. that you know I could I could stay with you know if I need some yeah. or if they you know they they around. Same here, man. Same here, man. If you want to, you could pull the mic. You could no, like, no, no. You could flip it up. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. There we go, right there. So, oh, so okay. that way you don't gotta keep bending down. Oh, you know right. I mean? So, um, your profession, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't have to get too deep into it because I, mm-hmm. I don't, don't want to get too crazy. Cause, right, you know, right, right. Because you're my brother, so right, you know right, what I mean. Right. And certain stuff you can't talk right, about. Right. Living in the world we live today, mm-hmm. with everybody's like anti-cop. Yeah. Just give me a take on it. In the profession, what, however you want to say, it, I don't care how you want to say it, but because I think that growing up we had good officers, and like 
I like you wasn't afraid of the cops. You had respect for them because they had the job to do. Right. But I think that with social media and you have people who are working in all positions mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. who shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. But it's easy to highlight cops right. because of the agenda and you know, America. Right, 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 right. You know right, what I mean? Right. So in so many words, yeah. I'll ask the question so you don't gotta, you know, talk too much about it. Yeah. How was it being an officer? It's it's dope. Okay. I say it's dope where um it's another for me, I look at it I'm a part of a it's a I'm good as an individual, but you could be you're you you're a position player. Mm-hmm. You still you're still a position player, a part of a team. Like no, whether it's okay. whether when I was in New Haven, you know, I was a New Haven cop, right? So my position was I was car eight one. When I when I signed on, so I had to play that position. I had to do my position for everyone, you mm-hmm. know. And then you know, car eight three was car eight three. They was their position, and it's all a part of the goal to keep the city safe, do our job, you know, enforce laws, whatever it may be. Um, and it was something that checked you. You had to be better. You had to. You had to train. You had to do things on yourself. You had to have self-reflection. You had to do a lot of things to keep you, oh, to me, to be a cop, to keep, keep you better than the rest. Mm. Right? You have to try to make sure you're mentally strong. You have to, so something that you, you don't get stale at. Okay. You know, it's a job that, you know, yeah, you could get stale, but you shouldn't get stale if you want to be the best you can be. Okay. Um, now, as far as you know, people that don't like the police, I don't think any of that changes. Just highlight it with the the the. Everyone has their own podcast. Everyone has their own TV show. Everyone. Has everyone. Opinion. Everyone is an influencer. Everyone right. is you know. Everyone has a phone. Everyone has access. You know. But then again, there are people that still do the same things that they were doing back then. You know, right. I remember, I mean, I believe his name was a cop back in the day. Called, they called him Snowball, New Haven cop. Yeah, Terrence Wright. I actually had his son on yesterday. Terrence Wright, yeah. So I remember him. Yeah. In wow. the new, in, in like the Sherman Avenue area, I believe he was. Yeah. But I remember him and like. You know, and I remember I always thought like I could be a cop one day, but not that wasn't my initial goal going through. You know, I always wanted to, I wanted to, at first I wanted to be Stuart Scott. That's it. I thought you wanted to be a porn star. You told me. Now you get on okay, wrong podcast. Yeah, wrong podcast. Come on, we got kids. My father. But Stuart Scott. But then I realized I'm not. I'm not good writing. People always messing with me. My pronunciation of words and stuff. I'd be crazy. Then. That I was like, I'll be an athletic director. So that's what I kind of geared going to school for, like okay. to be a still in athletics and, you know, work for a major, um, maybe a major university, you know, work at a YMCA or something, then move around a major university and do like tournaments and all this other stuff, right? Um, so, you know, people still appreciate you mm-hmm. being a cop and doing certain things, you know, it doesn't. And when you do this, I don't think you, you know, we're not, you're not doing it sometimes to like glorify people, you know, putting you up or anything like that. I could, you know, I can work a road job outside in the street in a hot day. I could tell you probably 10 cars will circle the block and like bring me water or something like nice. that. Like, yo, you got, huh, you need anything or whatnot. So 
I just think, you know, you have your short few because of they had trauma with it internet. Yeah. I believe. And yeah, you have you have you have bad people everywhere. In every profession. You have bad people in every profession. So so it's just it just sucks that I'm in a profession where a cop in California in a different time zone could do something and it represents all of us. Mm. Right? We all put on it represents all of us. So that's just that's just how it works. I think you, you grow up in that, but now because everything is something can happen in Cali, and we'll know about it in a couple yeah. hours. You know what S- I mean? Second, and you know, so uh, just just how digitized everything is. That's what makes it. I feel like I don't feel like it's a big. And mind you, I mean, I'm not a big historian with all this, but I, I mean, my feeling is, but it's 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 rewarding that. The same time, people a lot of people that talks to talk. They can't do what I do. Hell no. They can't deal with people the way I deal with people. Or what we have to do as officers, deal with people that way. They can't know that. Just think about it, right? You cussed, you cussed your parents out when you were younger. Why? Who? Who? You did. Shit, what? Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. So in in your head, you did. Okay, there we Not, go. So what I'm... Okay. okay so you yeah. go in your room and cuss... Yeah. Yeah. Right? Hey, because yeah. they... They 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 exercised authority. Mm-hmm. They had to make a decision that you didn't like. Right. Right. Sometimes it's you can't you and your own stuff, but you ain't you ain't you just wanted to do what you want to do. Yeah. yeah so yeah. sometimes we have to exercise authority and make a decision for people that don't know how to make it the right decision for the betterment of them and the betterment of someone else. So no one likes authority, bro. No mm. one likes authority. So, um, and I think you know what that's always. Good. What comes after four, baby? What comes after four? Great. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I lost what I was saying, but I mean authority. that's that 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 Nobody comes like with, an authority, no like authority yeah. right? But I'll tell you this: like the most trouble I ever had as a police officer. Guess who? Guess Black who? Could, oh yeah! Come on, yeah! Come on! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We complain about free stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I can go to a call and listen, this is what you wanted, right? You wanted somebody that looked like that, you. that looked like you. And I'm from right here too, fam. Now you're a sellout, fam. You're a sellout though. You uncle like wow, fam. What what, what, what? What's up, player? What you need? <laughs> I'm trying to give you every reason why you should not dog, just sit down, stop. Do 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 boom boom. Still. You know, um, but now, do you feel as a black cop, do you have more an, of an obligation or just like a regular obligation to help people? I I mean, I just look at to help to help people if I can. Okay. It doesn't really, you know. Um, and I'm sure you're conscious of being a African American male. Oh, but absolutely, yeah. absolutely, I'm very conscious of oh, it. Oh yeah, me. You know we talk I mean? about this all the yeah, time. Absolutely. Though. Then at the same time, if I can help out, the, obviously help out the situation right after the going that don't so it won't go left. I will definitely do all I can. Don't get it twisted. Sometimes, yeah, if mm-hmm. I have to turn up, if I have to exercise, your exercise, authority. yeah. But honestly. I never had to really use force with anybody if it's that way. But I never really had to. Because you're a good person. So like people who are in that profession. I never had to get into many fights or anything. Right. Because it just talk to, like verbal judo and command presence. Like right. it's crazy. 
that's what it is. Like, and sometimes, y'all, you just gotta, hey, sit down on the couch, show that you sh- sit down on the couch, and show that you human too. Right. Um, because you look at it, sometimes some of us come in here, we looking like RoboCops. Yeah. And you're coming into a a, a a hostile environment. They're already they already feel down. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So then you coming up, they you they feel like you looking down on them. Yeah. So they already defeated, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes you just sit down. You know, just like you know, most if you see cops with kids, they take a knee. They get the, they get eye to eye with the kid, mm-hmm. right? And so it's kind of now they're that, teaching this though, or you just well. S- I was fortunate to have some great instructors, but that stuff that was in me anyway. I'm a, kid, a family guy, you know what I mean. But they, they tell you know they they tell people like, yeah, you do that. And I think everyone has a weakness for kids anyway. Speaking of that, I'm, I'm gonna cut you off because it came to my mind. Yeah. My son, when he was doing a pal, yeah, one of his coaches was an officer. Obviously, I forgot. Uh, it was Officer Ryan and Officer Elliot. Chris, Chris Elliot. I don't know, like a. Nice side dude, like he do like jujitsu and stuff. But he's like detective. He's a he's a detective in New Haven, and he said that he um you went through the training with him. He was one of your instructors, Officer Elliot. Good dude. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember right now. Okay, all right, but yeah. I'm just saying sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was saying because good good dudes. Mm-hmm. Most of the cops that I know, all the are really good people. Like mm-hmm. you can call them like what you need. Yeah, hit me here, hit me there. Like yeah, I said, yeah. like. Again, like like any profession, like being a therapist, like we got a bad rap because people weren't good therapists. Right. So people don't want to come because you know, it only takes one. That's bro. it. That's so it's it. not even. Let's say it's it's, it's that one percent that did some, a bad thing, right, or something ideal, and it washes everybody out. Everybody, right? Trust me, it's not an easy job to have to do, like. You're never right sometimes being a police officer. Like no. the public opinion and all this other stuff, what it looked like. Versus, you know what I mean? Like someone can make a someone can make a complaint today about something, and they're gonna investigate, and they may make you feel like you're guilty, even though it's you dead on camera leave. or whatever. Right, yeah. how, however, they wanna do it. So, um, you know, it's a, you know, it's a double edged sword type of job, but it's it's rewarding when like, you know, I had times where all calls with the kid that he just felt comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I played. It wasn't crazy busy or nothing. I was able to just get him through the day until somebody else comes. You know. Um, but I think you living here and being from here, you understand that as well. Well, it 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 it, it helped when I was here. I feel like, you know, it gave some peace to like, hey, oh, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no, straight. But I'm talking about how you interact with people. I think that helped you from the city. Yeah. And you're from an inner city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you understand like both sides. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're not from an inner city, like your perspective, even though they say you're not supposed to be biased, but let's be real. We're all biased no matter what. Like when I go to East Haven, my my eyes, I, I'm on high alert because of the history. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Even though I'm not supposed to. Right. Yeah. yeah. But until you get to know someone yeah. that's from there and talk to you like, now your guards are down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that that's good because living in a city like this, it's so traverse where you got white, black, green, yellow, yeah, gray. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, you've been to New Hampshire. Yeah. So you know how to deal with a lot of people, which helps. 
Uh, yeah, I, but I, I think some of it's just, I, I don't know, it's my personality or what is it, you know what I'm saying, where I can, I feel like one of my strengths is I can be in a room from the poorest of poor to the richest of rich, and it happened. Mm. I remember one time I was in Harlem with some millionaires, mm. millionaires, like they were off, like, and we were, we all had a good time. They didn't even know I was just broke. <laughs> 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 like I was just this, this dude to just... But we had a good time. We related to every, like to things. They right, you know right. what I mean. I, hey, like Omar, you and hey, come to Seattle. I got this this glass house. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I've been to there, you know, or I've been to their their, their vacation homes and nice. and stuff like that. And but you but you're like a president anyway. Oh, like you can you can talk to anybody. Like they can be like you said. You can talk to a billionaire. To people who don't have much. That's just yeah. your personality. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like you always had that personality. Like. I think that people, one thing that I respect about you, and like, that's how I kind of take the approach. Like, people think that oh, you're not keeping it real if you're not talking, like, yo, what's good all the time, or you're only talking to black people. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's the misconception. That, and I watch you because you can deal with any and every, even from high school. Right, right, right. You know right, what right. I mean? Like, you wasn't like, like you wouldn't come around, but like, like when you're around, like let's just say Caucasian people, like, hey, what's going on, guys? Ha ha, yeah, cool. And you see, it's yo, what's up, my nigga? Like you was always yourself. You watch your tone mm-hmm. and who's around, like in, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you're supposed yeah, to, yeah, yeah. but you were always authentic in yourself. I appreciate that, and that's why I respect you because a lot of people like they want you to be like, yo, they ain't keeping it real. Like nah, he like I can't talk like how I talk to my boys when I'm in Milford, when I'm in a meeting. Right. You know what I mean? Like when I'm giving a diagnosis to a family. Right. You're gonna understand how authentic I am, but right. you you understand how to play, and that's the I good think thing. That, I think in general that's what we you know you do. Like every everybody don't do everybody that. Everybody so if you're in a if you're talking this type of talk or you're if you're dealing with these uh, this on like they their language right yes try to make that connection or whatever. Not to say you don't be authentic or anything, right. but okay they. Talk where someone could understand. It's yes. just in general communication. I feel like, right? You could talk with your shorty, and she be saying all this other stuff. But what to know you? What how she need to communicate with you mm-hmm. doesn't mean she need to talk, you know, slang or whatnot. But what words? What triggers you have? What is your love language? Whatever type of language works mm-hmm. for you. Right. So I think in general to positive communicate with people, figure out their language. What works for them, but but be who you are or how it is. You know what I mean. That right. in a sense of you're trying to communicate with them versus you're trying to, you, like you're trying to fake something. But if I'm trying to communicate with you and right. effectively, and so you can nod your head while I'm talking to you and, and understanding. Okay, we we good. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's important. Uh, I think is I learned that so much more now into uh, you know. Uh, Especially more and more now in, you know, a lot of my failed personal relationships. You know what I mean? Had those. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, just to you know, communicate. Yes. Key. I was not good a good communicator. Yeah. I was not a good communicator. Until I got with my lady. She taught me real quick. <laughs> she me real quick. Like, nigga, you're going to have to talk. Because we ain't doing this. Like, dang, what you talking about? Like, yo, where you at? Like, what you so sometimes, about? you know, learning, sometimes communicating don't have to be it's, it's no one has to be talking. Like, no, you don't. You know, it doesn't have to be talking. Sometimes it's, it's really listening and you know, find the you know, just listening too. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Being a man, you know, you you gotta listen. 
<laughs> and I'm learning that. And I'm definitely learning that. Yes, yes, yes. Now, before I let you go, because I, I know it's getting pretty late, I like to ask people like five questions. Um, and it's random questions. Go ahead, player. Um, so one question. Uh, where do you see yourself in 10 years? 10 years. Well, I I see myself owning a couple more properties. Okay. Uh, just trying to have some residual money coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see myself uh, playing and playing and, and enjoying fatherhood. Um, still a police officer. Uh, Probably like a captain by then, right? Uh, we'll see. Is that we'll, the right rank? I don't know. I'm just, so I'm no, just we'll see. I mean, for me, everything, my life is predicated on what works for my family situation, right? right? So even if, you know, I I work, typically I work midnights. Jesus. Right? I work midnights solely because anything that happens during the day, I'm available for my family, right. you know, for him. Um, if I need to go, you know, and, you know, I work, you know, you know work three jobs, right? So, um, so if I can work, I can, you know, work my midnight shift, work a morning shift, um, pick him up from school, have dinner every night or whatever, or do whatever, make it, you know, I can see him every day. Now, if I work the second shift, won't see him. Won't be able to do much. You know what I'm saying? I used to work second shift. They call it the family killer. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... Working overnight, it's like, you know, that's the best family. Then on the weekends, right? So, if, hey, Saturday, you know, I think Saturdays for the boys or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can do something. I just sacrifice sleep. Right. You're right. So I can do something every weekend, uh, no matter what. But I just have to go to work that night. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not off those in the weekend. So. But the feeling, it'll be so good because you spent time with your family. So you'll be on a natural high. Right, the weekends when it's the weekend, especially when the weather breaks, like you like, cause they, you have a, t- I have a tough time sleeping. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I may sleep three hours, if that. Cause we get off work, I get off work, get home eight o'clock, whatever. So right the, outside, and it, you know, I got my room is blacked out. Like I got the blackout curtains, all that other stuff, and I'm lay down and yo, bro, I take night quill, sleep quill, all them joints, and I wake up three hours, two hours, and wide awake. I'll be up by 12 o'clock be like okay I need it's like you just five. can't sit I just I need, can't I sit there then I'm pretty much done for the night like there's no you know I pretty much don't go back to sleep or something like that sometimes so cause if I do it's probably a wrap mm. so um, so that just progressing in those ways and that's that's where I see myself nothing okay. too tangible that I have right now okay so um, give me a Give me one word that describes you. Just one word. A circle. Uh-huh. You didn't think you was going to come up here to this, huh? <laughs> yeah. I think the one thing when people say a smile, like okay. people were like, you have a nice, they would say a nice smile. Uh, uh, I would say if it was a smile, uh, then... Let's say one word describe. What was the question? What word describing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I love to do that with people because we don't realize, because we always help, 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 and yeah. we forget to, like you said, self reflect. Yeah. Sometimes think about ourselves. Social. There we go. Okay. So I would say social. That's what. Yeah, okay. Social. All right. So, 
Um, what is your dream? What is your dream job? <laughs> dream job? Mm-hmm. It could be something crazy. Just, just throw it out there. Like I said, I think my first, that first thing I thought I was going to, you know, that's when ESPN was popping. When we were young, like we were real young, that's when like, yeah. you know, and yeah. Stuart Scott yeah. and... I think that was that was it, like to just be a, 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 a broadcaster and be like animated. Booyah! If you're you ever gonna go, let me know, man. I got a friend that worked there. Yeah, you might know. Yeah. Um, so, you know that that was like growing up. That was it. You know, outside of you, everyone I think had having hoop dreams. I thought I was like, you know, if I played baseball, I'd be like Charlie Hayes. <laughs> they going old school. Yeah, he was. You know, Charlie Hayes because he was like a. A black dude, big thighs, short, round looking. I was like, that'd probably be me. You know, bald headed, you know. Uh Coach Roch took that. <laughs> Shout out to Coach Roch. Love you. Um, so um Yeah, that was you know, a broadcaster. Okay. So um would you if you could have anything in this world, what would it be? Anything again? I know these see these these questions serve a purpose. I know they seem like they're mad random, but no. Not. Listen, men don't do nothing without a purpose. That's what I'm saying anything we do for purpose. Yes, sir. We, I was watching Steve Harvey joint, and remember, we got, I got I got one more question. Yeah, and he because he was like, you know, I rub your feet. It's for a purpose. <laughs> Feel me? When I give you that massage, it's for a purpose. You know what I'm saying? If I buy this, it's for a purpose. It may not be for right now. Oh, we yeah. setting it up. We setting it up. Um, so. And what was, the question was if I could have anything in the world? Yeah. I think the most valuable thing you can have is more time. Mm. So, yeah, more time. You don't got to say nothing else. You ain't yep. got to say nothing else. So I like to ask my clients and people these questions, just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine yourself as a 65-year-old man. Okay. Right? If you can come back, what would you tell yourself now? Mm. Remember what mom said, put a dollar a day away. I'll mm. be a rich man no matter what. So it'll be more financially stern and 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 listen. Also how the future looks. Right. Cause so the question I ask are a culmination of that because if you're telling yourself, hey, this is how it look, mm-hmm. you know, it's kinda like, okay, this is what I'm striving for as well. I mean, again, you know this, but this yeah. is why I like this. So I'll say, um, make those make those investments early. You know, whether saving that when you're at mom's house or whatever, put that dollar a day, and what a dollar a day will look out at the end of the year when you didn't. Mm. You know what I mean? You didn't have to go. I mean, I wasn't really buying J's and all like that. We didn't do that. You know what I mean? So, but I'm just saying those little dollars a day that that dollar you spent on getting two base head juices, a bag of chips and and, 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 and 25 cents with a quarter candy, well, you know what I'm saying? A penny candy, you could have said that dollar a day. Um, and then again, when we were coming out, like I say, it's a spot in Hamden where they build those new condos. They were giving away for like dirt cheap when we were coming out of high school, stuff right. like that. So, Imagine, and we both back in here, imagine if we would have done some of those things that some of my classmates and college parents helped them out do or right. like that. And 
we could have had our own residual money coming in and we had mm-hmm. our, our own property having tenants at an early yeah. age. Yeah. So kind of doing those things of controlling our own money right. that way to give me more freedom, whether when I went to school, after school and after college, more more freedom to like, you know, I don't have to take this this job or I don't have to do this. I I can gain those experiences sometimes that you can, you know, hey, I I can gain those experiences and not worry about how I'm going to eat or mm-hmm. how I'm going to pay the car loan or my student loans or whatever it may be. Um, so that's one thing, a uh, big thing that I would say just to be more financially educated and aware those type of things. Um, so and, now you know that you're saying that now that you got to do it now. Yeah, definitely. You're 65 talking. Yeah, then you know, I want to get it. I wish I would have gotten into coding. It ain't too late. Yeah, just to time, like looking at scheduling to look at those um those classes and things like mm-hmm. that. Where you know, trying to figure out a way go to go to YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. yeah. I, I mean, YouTube. it's yeah. I, that's how I build my table, bro. YouTube, man. I love YouTube. I got the YouTube, I got the idea. Like just pallet tables, and then I just added some seasoning salt to it. <laughs> you know, you gotta send me a picture of it. It's on the thing. It's on the ground. Yeah, I know, but table. I gotta check it out though. Oh, I mean, but you know, I'll be up there though. No, nah, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I document everything I do pretty much. Like, I'll be up there, but I'm not yeah, up yeah. there enough. But and yeah. you would think I'll be up there every day. Nah. I have a podcast. No, 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 no. I listen the same way. I'll be up there, but I'm not up there. Yeah. Like, I go, hey, my like with. with I'm more up there now where trying to do something. Me too. Like trying to do something, but it's a it's a reason. Yes. Versus like, like out of this stolen. Like I don't know everybody, you know. Me either. So, you know, I go up there, boom, either I post yep. something. And then I'm out. And then I'm out. I post it. A, a lot of it is for my family from other countries and stuff, so, you know. And to not have to be like sending pictures to every yeah. to everybody or their progress. The grill Jamaica. Yes. <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? And then some of it is connected with some of the people I connect with. Um with, you know, parents, with, you know, they going through certain things and it's it's uh it's it helps them as well as help, you know, help me. It helps right. them like, hey, oh, Zion do well, progressing, whatever. Um, so so yeah, so What's I get up, it, bro? I get it. So how you feel after that interview, man? Well, this this yeah. not no interview, bro. <laughs> I know. Just like so we, talking, I mean, talking. we, I mean, we've been talking since the whole time we got here. This is just what normal behavior. But you like how eased you into it, though. See, I mean, just, I mean, you had to turn on the, that's the mic. It. That's all you had to turn on. But you, I'm, you, you, like a lot of people, they get nervous. I'm like, yo, it's just us talking. But then, like, like I said, you. You understand this, so you get it. So you just flow. But some people like they be shaking. Like yo, just calm. and then I'll just start talking about like random stuff. Yeah. And that's the you know. That's why like I always like to capture it. Yeah. Because people they just be like, oh my god. I'm like, you're fine. And yeah, then we just talk, man. It, it, you had to be like, hold on, hold on. We gotta stop. We you, we was talking if this. Yes. I was hey, like, yo. We, uh, we gotta turn the, the mic on because we, we free can sit game right here, right, just like game, you know. What I mean, just like we was talking in the car. It was supposed to be like a a five minute shit. We drove from. We was in Maryland, New Jersey. Yeah, that's long we were talking on the joint. So it's all it's all so good. good. I, I appreciate, uh, always appreciate breaking bread with, you know, another brother. Yes, sir. To grow up with and another positive male that I know. Thank you, man. Thank you. You know, I appreciate you. 
Appreciate you, man. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate yeah. you, Zion. Appreciate you too, man. You got anything to say, Zion? You want to say something? You want to say hi? You want to say bye bye? Close this out. You want to say bye bye? He said nope. I don't want to say nothing yet. <laughs> there you go. Okay, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see if you can call him. <laughs> I love it, man. What'd you say? <laughs> no. La 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 la. But thanks, man. I appreciate everybody for tuning in to another edition of something like that, episode 17 with my boy Omar Thomas. Yes, yes. Thank you, everyone, and I will see you soon. All right. Peace.